Blog Talk Radio.
Listening to Erotic Talk Radio, where we give you the sweetest topics in erotic entertainment. I'm your host, and sex coach and relationship specialist, Jade, and I am accompanied by Brother James in the building. Hey, how are you? Peace. What's going on? I'm good. You? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited about tonight's awesome. show because we're just going to keep it real. We're just going to have an evening of open discussion. I got some things on the table lined up with some topics. All right, all right. And so I'm ready. And then whatever else you want to add to the flavor, we can get it done. That's what we're doing tonight. <laughs> hey, hey that's, that's all right. I, I can dig that. 
All right, all right. So I want everybody to join us. Listen, if you're listening in um, on your laptop, your computer, or your smartphone, you can check us out by um, you can click the link. If you want to get into the conversation, you can um, join us by two ways. You can go into seven one eight calling in seven one eight seven six six four zero zero eight and hit an option one, or you can check us out at blogtalkradio.com forward slash erotic talk radio. I have the chat room open, so you are welcome to join me in the chat room if you like, if you have any questions. And as always, if you want to check me out on Facebook, you can go to J Torres Bryan and you can inbox me how some of you are already doing with your questions and comments, and I will be reading those tonight as well. So, you know, the first thing that I want to get into, because I'm going to just jump right in, this thing with Envy, DJ Envy from The Breakfast Club. Okay. Have you heard yep. about him, um, the, the infidelity? Okay. So for those that don't know, um, DJ Envy from The Breakfast Club, um, he cheated on his wife. And he, um, it, it was something that was really between them two. He wasn't coming out, letting anyone know about the situation. But things at home started to get really bad, and it started to impact him on the outside. It started to impact his business. It started to his performance at work, um, different things that he was doing entertainment-wise um, as far as that was concerned, it's as far as his business, he just shit was just fucked up. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so um, he ended up coming out because you know he was called out on the radio. So um, his co-host um, was like, basically, like, what's going on with you? You know, lately you've been, you know, distant or you haven't been yourself. What is really going on? Like, can you explain yourself? And so he just, he came out with it, and he said, listen, this is what's been happening at home. And and it's really fucking with me. It's affecting me. And, and that was his that was his intro to everyone as far as what was going on, inviting everyone into um, his personal life and letting people know this is, it's being noticed. People are noticing the situation. Because let's be real, when shit happens at home, it can impact your everyday life that you have outside of home. So um, he shared he shared it, and um, they got his wife on the radio. They called his wife, and, and he said, listen, your lives on air. I let everybody know what's going on with us, and I, I need to tell you I'm sorry. Like he, it was his desperate move to my wife is about to leave, and she mm-hmm. shared. She said in an interview, she said, listen, I had prepped the kids let them know what was going on, and had prepared them. I had already contacted an attorney. So my question is because a lot of the females, and this is what I was, um, when we were discussing this on Erotic Talk Radio, there was a lot of women that felt like he he should get a second chance, but there were a lot of women who did not think it. Um, they felt like, you know, they were against them. You cheated on your wife. You need to, you mm-hmm. need to dump your ass and, and, you know, whatever, collect the money and, and go. Um, and then you had one brother that was on there that said, once a cheat, always a cheat. So that, that was the question. Like, do you really yeah. think that a relationship can be, uh, you know, repairable after that? 
And some didn't think so, and some felt like, yeah, you could, and some felt like the lack of trust. So that's what I kind of want to talk about this evening because, um, or touch on in one of our open discussions because people really do believe that that saying has come out so much, once a cheat, always a cheat. And then the, then the next thing is that a relationship is not repairable um, after that has mm-hmm. happened. So what is your thoughts on that, Brother James? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's possible that a relationship can continue after infidelity. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, so once a cheat, always a cheat. I hear what people are saying, but I do believe also that, that I, well, I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe that a hundred percent because um, you know, the fact of the matter is is that, you know, we all are human beings and we love other human beings and uh sometimes uh your emotions uh can uh and I'm I'm not trying to make an excuse for people who cheat, right? I'm not trying to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think that you could find yourself in a situation where it happens and if it happens Somebody could feel horrible about it. Uh, they it, it may happen, and 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 it happened, and and they may not want to do it again. Um, I just feel like mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, I just feel like there's lots of things that goes into infidelity. Now, granted, you know, there's there's a large section of people out there who just don't give a damn, right? Like they they don't they don't have no respect. Right. They just don't right. care. They they just, you know, like that's their game. They they, they want to do that. They want to have multiple women and lie to them or, or multiple men and lie to them. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, mm-hmm. once infidelity happens in a relationship uh, and your partner finds out, I think that that is a moment that two people who love each other um, or who wants to be together can grow from, right? Uh, because I feel like um, understanding why somebody – is uh is cheating in a relationship uh is a key question you know and absolutely um, you know like there's there's always a why you know whether they, whether they know it or not whether the person who cheated knows it or not uh but i think there's always a, a subconscious why that happened and then there's some schools of thoughts uh that uh really believe that as human beings as as uh, you know as loving beings, that infidelity is the uh, is not normal in a sense. That as as human beings, uh, we naturally uh, should be with multiple partners, right? Um, in a balanced mm-hmm. way. So there are some schools of thought out, thoughts out there that that really think that infidelity. I'm sorry, that fidelity is 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 kind of the backward thing, and so. Um, I guess just to just to you know get back to the heart of your question, you know, I, I think that it's possible for a relationship to continue, uh, and that and for two people to grow, uh, learn from, um, you know, uh, it, it, and it's possible. I think it's certainly possible. Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I I agree. I agree. And and I want to I want to add something to what you're saying too. This also becomes, and I know for some people they feel like this is not a topic that I should be having. I'm not, you know, I don't believe in that. But um, you you mentioned something that is very important. A lot of people do believe that the monogamous way is like ass backwards. It's not, it's it's humanly not meant to happen, you know. 
And so right. it comes to that point where is there confidence enough to say we have survived and lived a healthy monogamous relationship? Now what? Do we reconsider this mm. and decide on an open relationship? This is where mm-hmm. you have this serious conversation. Do I want yeah. to have that kind of relationship? What is it that, that it entails? What happens with the trust factor then? You know, like, what, what do we put on the table when it comes to that? Because before, it was faithfulness. It was trust. It was all in the trust. It had a balance to it with being faithful. It had a balance to it with all of these different things. So what do we put on the table now if we reconsider our relationship? Those are some mm-hmm. of the things that is a scary conversation to have because yeah, for a scary. lot of us, we're used to and we are we are comfortable, we're used to, we have been trained and groomed that this that this monogamous relationship is the right way. So in our gut we feel it is right. In our heart we feel this is the right way. So do you have it in you to have that conversation to say, I love you enough to say, do you honestly, can you be honest with yourself if you are the person that has done the cheating? Can you be honest with yourself yeah. and say that you will not do this again? Or do you believe that you will? And this is where this, these kind of conversations really do need to take place. I need to, as, as the person that receives it, if, if, if I'm the person receiving it, I need to know that we have had all open conversations and dialogue to what is possible or impossible to have happen in the relationship and for the relationship. Mm. If, it's, if we're talking yeah. about it being salvageable, then what does that entail? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because we can say this is a salvageable relationship and you can say, oh, I'm not going to cheat again. And then all of a sudden you have those urges again because you love multiple people. That is who you are. And if that is the case, then it is probably not meant for you to be in a monogamous relationship. And that's when you need to have that dialogue with someone. Or, yeah. um, it is um, the the factor that you said the why. Sometimes people don't know why they did it. They really don't. Yeah. They don't have that answer. They know it's there, but they don't have that answer. Does that make sense? So Absolutely. now you have to dig deep and go through what is it that encouraged it. So um, yeah, I I um, the thing with the once a cheat always a cheat. I was. Um, I said that that I, for me, this is my opinion because we we all talk about stuff with mm-hmm. our opinions too. <laughs> but for mm-hmm. me, my opinion is it depends on the person. It really does depend on the person. Now, someone in the group did bring up yeah. a valid point, and they said that if you are a person that cannot, and you have to again be on here, where you have to be honest with yourself again as a receiver of being cheated on, you have to then come to that point. Will I trust this person again? Because right. we mind fuck ourselves, so mm-hmm. we can forgive. And ladies, this is this is coming for for the person that said, you know, I want to work it out. Problem, and here becomes the problem for us as women. What we do is we forgive, but we don't let go. We hold on to that, and then we start to mind fuck ourselves. Because now we're thinking of all the things that you do in bed with us 
that you have done with this other chick or how you treat yeah. me and, oh, you treating her like that or even better. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the, the stuff starts to really haunt. It, it's really haunting for your mind. And then what happens is it starts to do damaging things to the relationship or to your everyday life. It starts to become really unhealthy, unbalanced, and sometimes causes physical health issues because it can it can mm-hmm. get that way. It can get like that. It can be that serious. So, um, so yeah. Okay, so. So, like, this might be a, a philosophical, maybe, or whatever, another train of thought. But at, are we being unrealistic by not thinking and feel, not by not by not feeling like our significant other, man or woman, um, will be attracted to somebody else other than you? Like, there's I don't know the numbers, but there's a couple billion people on the planet, right? Um, are mm-hmm. we being unrealistic um, at thinking that our partner should only be with us, monogamous, to, you know, with us or whatnot? Are we, so, you know, are we, what about mm-hmm. the thought pattern that, you know, um, if it happens, maybe it wasn't an intended thing, but can you understand? You know, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, because, you know, again, yeah, you know, but let me just tell you the argument. Let me play devil's advocate here. Uh-huh. I feel what you're saying, but let me play devil's advocate here. You can be attracted mm-hmm. to someone, and you can also and you can also fight that urge to do anything further beyond the attraction. Does it? I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, because I guess and then when you, when you, you can't. When you get when you're monogamous, I guess what you're doing is you're making a commitment to fight that urge, right? <laughs> I'm a, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because, the, I mean, you can't help but for, and to understand, and we and we be, we are selfish people when we sit there and think this person is only supposed to be loving and being attracted to me, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just not going to, no. You, you can't think right. like that. You cannot, you, you have to know that this is possible. Or just the attraction, just the attraction alone is possible. So, yeah, and I don't want to sure. say possible because the shit is is real. It happens. It's real. You know, right. you sure. see somebody, yeah, like you're like, damn, that's okay. You know, <laughs> you love mm-hmm. and appreciate what you have at home, but still have an attraction for or or think that someone, oh my gosh, they look so attractive, nice, or whatever. Right. Like, damn, you know. Um. Those thoughts happen, but you keep it to yourself because if you say something to your partner, of course your partner is going to going to be like, oh, so is that how you feeling? And it's going to cause right. friction at home because you can't, you know. What I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think I think for a lot of people, we, you have to have that open dialogue. And and the thing about it is, yeah. um, for me, I just and this is my opinion, um, ladies and gentlemen. I think that a lot of times we do not have that kind of dialogue in the very beginning of the relationship. So it does, um, it does cause the, the cause and effect of the relationship not, there not being that conversation before the relationship starts. Um, It's just when you, when you look at it and you reevaluate, because that's what we do. We reevaluate what, where did I go wrong? Now, as right. men or women, whoever the person is, if 
cheating or have done the cheating, they're trying to figure out the why because that question is going to come up. Why or what did I do or whatever. Now, the person that has been the victim of it is also running the why through their head because they're like, did I do? What could I have Mm -hmm. done? The shoulda, coulda, woulda is running through. Mm -hmm. What is it that I've done wrong? What have I, you know what I'm saying? And here's where, oh, it gets bad because I know somebody's going to say something to me or I'm going to get a nasty inbox. Um, (laughs) This is what we do wrong that can also cause this to happen, ladies. And I'm saying this for us guys too, I mean, is that the changing the changing in the relationship. I have said on this show before, marriage marriage can be difficult. It can be hard. And I've had people say, no, no. We've had some people that come on and be like, no, marriage is just a piece of cake. And it's like, oh, you don't. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason that I say that is because you still have to play that same role that you did to get that mm-hmm. person. You still have to do the same things that you did that you, to get that person, to keep that person. So, and, and a lot of yeah. times what we do is we get comfortable. We get settled yeah. in our way. We're, we allow our work or whatever our career goals or whatever we're doing at the time, we allow that to impact our relationship yeah. because we're too busy. We're too busy to show love. We're too busy to take the time. We're too busy for the five-minute hug or, or the two-minute hug mm. or whatever the – the case may be that you're looking for that love, that connection with that person, it starts to dwindle away and you yeah, yearn yeah. for it. And if you get the attention from someone else, it's kind of right. easy to get reeled in, even when you're trying to right. pull yourself back from it. So, and, and that happens, especially, with, especially in, yeah, and especially like you, what you're explaining happens and can happen in a long term relationship, you know. Uh, once yes. you hit, you know, yes. depending on the people, but certainly once you hit the 10, the 15, the 20-year marks, you know, you've been with this person this long, you know this person, that's when the monotony like that, that you're explaining can start to happen. And uh, you're right, right? Like, you you know, uh, it's easy then at that point to, um, you know, to, to get into this, you know, everyday routine or, you know, not be as spontaneous like you're like you're saying. Um, you know, mm-hmm. once you, when you're in a long term relationship, so uh, yeah, marriage can be easy, but we're also human beings as well. And once you've been with somebody for a very long time, really, you have to constantly reevaluate and reinvent it because uh, if you know somebody for twenty years, it's not the same knowing them uh, during the first two or three years, right? In the first two mm-hmm. three years, you're, mm-hmm. still, you're still discovering each other and you're still learning each other and you're still learning new things. But after 10, 15, 20 years you've been together, you know damn everything about this person. You know their ways. You know them Absolutely. better than they know you. And so it's easy Absolutely. then at that point to just be like, uh, you know, you know, let's, it's, it's whatever, you know, and just kind of, you know, not, um, not remember, so to speak, that, you know the that spark, so to speak, and so you're right. You know, I mean, it's um that's an important thing uh, in in relationships, especially long term relationships, that you have to constantly remind yourself, both partners, that you know have to remind themselves of. Mhm. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, so that's something to consider. Is that um that is something that to really consider 
is um, what is it that you're doing differently that you need to, or what did you use? Something as simple as I, I remember saying to someone, you know, I, I started wearing baggy clothes in the house. Like I just, I wore my, my, my baggy shirt or whatever, but I used to dress nice and put on lipstick. And it, it hit me one day recently. It hit me. And I said, um, I'm not dressing like I used to when he comes home. Let me get back into that. Let me get back into wearing like a little dress or something cute and putting my little mm-hmm. lip gloss or whatever, you know, just to just to give that little oomph. Like, I know my man don't want to see me cooking with with my with a long ass t shirt on and you know, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you know, some sweater socks or whatever, and just be like, hey, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah. you know, yeah. trying to do different things, and we lose sight of that. We lose track of that. We're like, oh, they know me. They 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 should they should love me for me. That's it, you know. But yep, there was yep. a different part of you that they fell in love with that you kind of let go of, and we don't connect with that. We don't. We we're in denial. We're like, you know, I've always been me. You know, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. we live that lie because we'll say that. But if yep. you go back and you start to look at the things that you did in the beginning of the relationship. Can you honestly say five, ten, fifteen years later, however long it's been that you've been invested in the relationship, that it, you are doing the same thing? Are you doing something different? And if so, how do you think that it would be if you went back to doing some of the things that you did that really caught that person's attention? Right. I'm just saying. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, so this is this is what happened, and um, and so. That was some of the questions that we had, you know, how how, um, do you think that this will affect your relationship in the long run? Do you think that it is something that is salvageable? Um, So we we answered some of those questions. Now, um, I got another one. I mean, do you have something you want to discuss or or whatever? Just go for it. Okay, okay. All right. So so I got – Okay, so I have this this man who is talking about um, masturbation, and he says, I I masturbate every day, and he's trying to take a break from it. He's, you know, really fighting himself from doing it. He has the urge to do it, and he said that his concern is that he's addicted to porn, and he's concerned with how this will be a problem in his relationship, point where he's trying to fight to get that orgasm. So um, the question becomes, is daily masturbation unhealthy? Um, And do you think that it will affect your relationship? So I don't think that it's unhealthy. Um, I don't think it's unhealthy. And could daily masturbation affect your relationship? I don't think it has to. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has to. I don't think it it, it doesn't have to affect your relationship. It could, right? Uh, it could affect your relationship if that's the only pleasure you're seeking and you're leaving your partner out, right? <laughs> the, um, mm-hmm. But if it's, a, if it's a matter of like, okay, I like masturbating or masturbation, um, then that's something that you could share to me with your partner. You know, like you can share that that 
aspect of what you like with your partner. She, he can help you out uh, with that. Um, even with the even with the porn thing, you know, I, you know, there was a mix of porn in there as well. Like with porn, you know, that could be something that you and your partner shares. Now, you know, if your partner is not into porn or your partner just feels like the masturbation thing is not their, their thing or, their, or you know, uh, they don't want to participate or whatever the case may be, I think then that, um, again, you know, you can, uh, you can watch porn, you can um, masturbate, you know, but I think that also you have to be aware of your partner and if you are denying your partner their sexual needs, because your thing is that, okay, I, I, all I want to do is masturbate and I'm good, and you're denying their sexual needs, then I think that because that can become a problem. And or if it's like a porn thing, right, like if it's a matter of all I want to do is pay attention to porn and watch porn and not pay attention to my spouse, right, you're still denying their sexual need, like you're still denying them. And so then it becomes a problem if, you know, you're replacing, in a sense, your partner for your own self-gratification uh, or you're replacing your partner for pornography. That's, I think, when it becomes a problem um, in, in a relationship. But just to me, on off of its value, pornography and masturbation, if you like both or, both or one of those things, does not have to be an issue in a relationship. Right, right. Um, all right. So I would say, what kind of pornography are you watching? Okay. There's a, yep. If you okay, um, because I feel like that there is a better enhancement energetically and visually, um, and physically. There's a better um, enhancement when you are looking at something that's not really porn but more of, like, the eroticness of it. So there are mm-hmm. a lot of you all miss this. And I, and I, and I shared this with, with the person before we got on the show. I said a lot of people um, look at porno- pornography, okay? They don't look at the Kama Sutras. They don't look at the um, Yoni and the Lingam massages. They don't look mm-hmm. um, at some of the different um, energetic kind of poses and, and different things that really enhances you sexually. Mm-hmm. And those are things that you want to look at that you can now say, oh, my. See, that, I think that the thing with um, pornography, y'all, is that we are, we like the cum shot. We, we like the mm-hmm. happy ending. We like different things that's just, like, really out there for us. It's like, oh, my gosh, that, that's such a turn on just to see that. But when you see um, some of the different Kama Sutra movies or, or the, the um, actual experience of someone having the orgasm and the pleasure through that um, opposed to it being porn or the way that the massaging is taking place, or there's just I call it more soft porn because it's yeah. not it's more gentle it's more so um, it, and it just to me it's visually more stimulating because it's like oh my gosh they are really like taking their time they they're it's, yeah. it's loving it becomes even more stimulating 
So mm-hmm. um, I like to like suggest those methods because I feel like <laughs> when you met, when you masturbate to a porn, I feel like you're going with the flow of the porn with you know uh, with as far as the rhythm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. like are really trying to like. They, they're trying to fuck themselves just as fast and hard as the porn. It's it happening. Right. And so it's like. They're trying to put like, themselves in the scene. In that, right, yes, yeah. So so the thing is, if you really, like, take time to make love to yourself, like, seriously watch some of these more softer um, and more toned down kind of uh, pornography, you will you will have a different experience. Um, another right. thing I do want to say is there is there is a such thing. So it depends on the person because some of us will think, okay, um, am I um, addicted to masturbation or am I addicted to porn or whatever? Based off of because you're doing it either on a daily basis or whatever. Now, if you're doing it like multiple multiple times a day, every day, um, or you can't stop watching porn, or you're finding yourself. Um, excusing yourself to go to different locations of either a building, public mm-hmm. bathroom, or whatever to yeah. masturbate, then yes, you're a habitual masturbator. Yes, then yeah. that, then we would consider okay. Yet yeah, you you probably you have the signs for addiction, but it's yeah. something where you know I'm just going home. I can't wait to. I just want to just release and have that moment. It, it's mm-hmm. I don't believe that it's a problem. I really don't. Right. So, um, so that was one of the things um, that someone wanted to discuss. Now, we we kind of touched on che- cheating. However, this is someone who said, "What is your take on a woman who holds out on giving up the ass? Uh, when she gets mad, she will always hold out. That shit. What? That shit gets old. That shit gets old." And causes a nigga to really want to step out. What's your thoughts? Yeah, well, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> yeah, first of all, yeah, so that ain't even cool, for one. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So no, it's fact, not cool. So, it's but not the point cool. is, is that, I mean, holding out, I mean, seriously, man, we, we're adults, man. Uh, to me, yeah, that it just ain't right, right? Holding out, like holding holding out sex with somebody. So, on the one hand, right, if you guys are in an argument, well, so and, and Jane, I've heard you said this before on the show too, but I, and I'm the same way. But like to me, ain't ain't really nothing that's gonna really except physical, like physically, I can't do it, or she can't do it, was sick or whatever the case may be. But like, um, ain't ain't nothing that's gonna really stop me from wanting. Right to 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 have sex to be mm-hmm. with my wife or whatnot. Right, I don't care if we mad. I right. don't care if we, you know, whatever the case may be. Like, look, you know, all right, we can be mad, but you know, hey, let, let's do this right now. Right now, I'm feeling kind of frisky. You <laughs> right. know, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? Exactly. So, so there's, so <clears throat> yeah. So there's that. Um, but but then so I so I guess in some cases though I can understand people people may not want to engage if you're upset at each other and you know because that is a connection and, and you may just not be feeling that person okay fine but 
So, but but then at the same time, if you guys are have a problem with each other, you're mad, so to speak, at each other, and you're in a relationship, then, you know, you can't continue to just be mad all the time and hold out all the time. You got to work on those problems in your relationship. Otherwise, that's going to lead to bigger problems. Now, mm-hmm. using sex as a, a mani- manipulation uh, or manipulative uh, force that's to me just like not not right and wrong in on so many levels, uh, because uh, you know to use sex, you know like to say oh you can't have this dick or this pussy because I don't I don't know I don't like what you did earlier today right like you're just using it as you know for manipulation purposes uh, is really what you're doing is you're separating. The connection you're separating the, the 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 love the energy that sex sexual uh, intimacy with your partner you're separating that sexual love and energy from uh, from what it is from 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 the actual physical act right so it's not no mm-hmm. longer now about the connection now I'm using this as a weapon in a sense and when you use it right. as a weapon. I think it what it does is it really backfires on the relationship and it backfires on what you probably want to happen. You know, like if I want to I want you to do something for me, but I'm going to use sex as the weapon, over time that's going to backfire. And all it's going to do is make two mm-hmm. people resent each other and it's going to drive you further apart. And in the end, you're not going to you're not going to win. Like you're not going to get what you want anyway. You know what I mean? So like I, I feel the brother. I think it was a brother you said. Um, I feel mm-hmm, the brother mm-hmm. on wanting to step out. I mean that's understandable because if somebody is manipulating you and and you know or using sex to manipulate you, then that's it's is understandable that some anybody, man or woman, would want to get their sexual desires satisfied in with a human being. In another way, period. Like it, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she, you, y'all need to have a conversation. Y'all need to call Jade and work it out. Uh, you know, call somebody. Uh, you know, and, and work it out because you know that's that's just not. It ain't go. It ain't gonna work out to her benefit to his benefit. Uh, that's just not a good sign. It's not. And and let me just um, add this real quick. Ladies, because we do this, this this does happen. I've heard a lot of you do this before. Is if you are the person that's holding out, or what we call, um, brother James, we call it um, um, also using sex as a weapon. So mm-hmm. if you're doing this, ladies, and he does step out, do not please, do not sit there and be like. Why did he cheat on me? Or I don't understand why he cheated on me. That's the thing that drives me bonkers. When I have someone who will sit here and say, "Okay, yes, I did do this, but I don't. I'm not understanding. You have the answer. You just said it to me. You just inboxed me and said, Data, I need to book an appointment. Here's the problem that I'm having. And during that time, you'll say, yeah, I know I did that, but I, don't under- I still don't understand why he cheated on me or why he did this or why th- did this happen. But you, had the, you gave me the answer. You just spit it out. You know what, what you did and, and what you need not to do. And so that becomes really problematic for me is to, 
to see that this happens because there are different ways to settle an argument. And um, I've heard women who will actually threaten a guy mm. with the pussy mm-hmm. will say, okay, oh, 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 so it's like that? Okay, well, I know you're going to want some later, but guess what? You're not getting it or you won't get right. it. You know, right. and then he's forced to he's forced to do whatever because he knows he's going to want some. So a lot of times mm-hmm. men are making decisions that they normally would not make because they're like, right. I'm going to get no ass. Let me go ahead. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so when you say oh, yeah. resentment, I can I can fully understand where you're coming from because this is what like I really want y'all to to see that visual that that's what's happening mm-hmm. in some of your households is that you're sitting here saying, if you don't do this, then you're not going to get this because you are so determined that he's right. going to listen to what you're saying. And if he doesn't, guess what? I have the pussy and, I, and he doesn't, he ain't getting it. You're not getting none. What? Mm. Wait a second. Right. So right. Um, that's, that's something that, yeah, y'all need to check that out. Stop. Stop playing. Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop playing. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop playing. Stop, stop playing. Because bottom line is, if you want it, and this is where it becomes unfair, exactly. where if right. you want it, you expect him to give it to you. You expect right. it to get hard, and you to be able to climb up on it, or him to be able to whatever. Mm-hmm. You expect that, but when the shoot would have switched, you'll sit there and be like, "No, I don't feel like giving it to you," or "I'm tired," or "I don't feel like this." So. You start running right, down the excuses, right. and, and exactly. so that's why it's it's one sided. It's off balance. You can't you can't do that. So no, no, no. Yeah, it is Stop. off balance. It, it, I mean, it, and that's reality. I mean, the fact is, is that you know, women, women, it, when it comes to sex, I mean, women have the power, right? Like they because it requires, uh, you know, it requires them to to participate, to want to have it. Uh, you know, and, and and that's that, right? Now, I mean, and typically mm-hmm. the gen- with guys, man, I mean, the fact, shit, you you blow you blowing a dick and it's hard, it's ready, you know what I mean? And so, and right. you're typically ready. Um, and so, um, but but you can't use that, you know. You got like you say, you know, you can't use that as a weapon, and you can't, you know, uh, you know, manipulate your partner because again, it is, you know, it, it, it's going to backfire, man. It's going to backfire, and then you're going. to mm-hmm. Call in, you're gonna come on erotic talk on Facebook and ask the question, my man cheating on me. Why my man cheating on me? Right. And then, you know, not realizing or not thinking about the fact that, well, you know, probably because uh, you know, you you were weaponizing sex. You know, he wasn't getting he wasn't giving it. it he wasn't giving it up, right, right. And the per and the yeah. person who's gonna tell you more than likely sometimes because I said more than likely it's sometimes in the same sentence, I know y'all. Mm-hmm. But more than likely where you get it from as to why he ran out on you, you're going to get mm-hmm. the answer from the chick. That's mm-hmm. going to be like, yeah, you wasn't giving him no ass. He wasn't doing that. Because you know how right. ignorant some women can be. So that that what tends to happen is that you get the spillage from the other chick right. of all the stuff that you did not do at home because he's running mm-hmm. it down. And let me just oh, say yeah. to y'all fellas, Y'all don't have to do that either. So while we're telling the women, right, right, y'all right, can't right, be holding right. out like that. That's not right. You cannot, if you do decide to step out, there are just some things that you do not bring to that other relationship. That, because it's a temporary relationship. A lot of y'all do, it's like, 
you know, I had fun. It was fun while it lasted. I'm going back home. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, you know, I reevaluated mm-hmm. this shit. I'm not doing, you know. So some of you yes. really do look at what you're doing and you, you'll change it and change up and say, let me go back home or let me reevaluate what I got going on at home. Because you're mm-hmm. looking at, is this better doing it this way or should I just, right. should I just keep my ass home? Right. But you are right. telling this woman all of these different things that's going on in your household instead of telling the one that needs to hear it. That's yeah, the shit that fucks with me. You cannot expect for anything to get better if you're talking mm-hmm. to somebody else about it and you're yeah. sitting here thinking, because, guys, y'all, a lot of times y'all will sit here and say, she expects me to know what it is that she wants. Well, how do you think that she feels if you're not telling her what you're expecting from her? So it's a two-way street. It's, it's, what is it? Is it a two-way street or a one-way street that you both of y'all are meeting on? Y'all are on the same path, both hey, of you on the same path. That's right. You know what it's I'm saying? So, yeah. That's right. Two-way street, there yeah. There you go. I want to make sure I said it right. Um, <laughs> yes. But then, so, so but, but back to – um, Go ahead, go ahead. All right, okay, go, you get your one more, but, but that, that I'm going I'm to go back to the previous question that you asked, which made me think of something. Um, yeah, go ahead. When you talked about the gentleman with with porn, and one of the things, and I had a conversation with somebody about this recently, um, about when mm-hmm. we're talking about porn addiction and and you know just watching porn and stuff now, like I, in the future, in the very near near future, if not already, like the porn game itself is even going to change because now you got virtual reality and all these damn sex dolls, like you know porn is going to step its game up. And so I'm wondering right. now, like all these people with these addictive personalities, how like they're really going to be targeted and affected now. Uh, you talk about addiction now just on a TV screen when people can put glasses on and kind of, you know, go virtual reality and have sex dolls and stuff. That's really going mm. that's, that's, that's to affect a lot of mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah. I, I I get what you I get what you're saying because a lot of people you have that kind of addiction where um, I don't know it's not Sims but it's something else that's that's like Sims but you're playing a character and you have like an entire family a whole new different life different mm. career than you have in the real world so you become addicted to that. Um, that becomes your reality. That uh, yeah. uh, whatever, and and there's somebody on the other side of the world or whatever who is playing this game too, and they will meet you, and you two will, um, and this is on on the this is on the computer or whatever, and you two will mingle and have fun and end up having a relationship on the on the screen. You're acting this out. Your your character is acting this out, and you two are building a relationship live together, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, I, when I read up on this, I said, people really take this shit seriously. Like, they are people who have lost their jobs because they're sitting there trying to get their affairs or whatever is going on online. They're trying to get that together. And so they yeah. they try to worry, you know, they worry about their character, you know, and, and fixing whatever's going on with their character. 
but they're looking at it in their mind. They're starting to think, like, this is real. This is really happening or, or whatever the case may be. And it starts to impact their relationships at home, their physical physical relationship, right. real-life relationship. So, um, so yeah, it, it can – I can see what, what you're saying because – um, this stuff becomes 3D. It looks more real, you know, realistic looking people, you know, like all kinds of different stuff that people are investing in secretly trying to keep on the damn low as far as what they're doing or what they're addicted to. And some people don't think that this kind of thing is, is addiction because some people feel like addiction is, being addicted to alcohol, being addicted to drugs, they're feeling like, right. or being addicted to, um, like, casino and, and different things. They don't think of that as a part of an addiction. It's just like, oh, it's something I like to do. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So, yeah, I, I have one more that I just wanted to throw out there because we're, we're getting ready to close it out in, this, in a little bit, y'all. But, um um, the other thing is, okay, gentlemen, <laughs> this gentleman is always talking and he's always on uh, in our group and he's, he's always talking about different things that he just does not agree with when it comes to relationships. And I always say, how does he have a relationship? <laughs> but he does not agree with sex toy parties. He does not agree with his girl going to different clubs that um, deals with anything dealing with sex, relationship, meeting people. He doesn't, so that's club, period. Um, And he thinks that the whole thing is plain disrespectful, and he thinks that if his girl comes home with with a toy for them to use, that's disrespectful. Um, (laughs) So it's if there's a statue, if there's something that is central or, or a piece that um, we think is, is beautiful, it shows a new body or whatever, I, I think a lot of artwork like that is so erotic and beautiful. I think it's a beautiful piece yeah. of art, painting, statues, whatever. And he feels like if she was standing next to a nude um statue or something that's disrespectful like no you don't do that you know so <laughs> yeah is when do you when when is it that a relationship is not healthy because there is not a person that has a single open mind bone in their body <laughs> like you really yeah. like you, do you understand what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, so that becomes a question because you do have some people who feel like everything is a form of disrespect if it does not include just solely them. Yeah. How does the relationship bring any kind of healthiness to it? How how does that bring any kind of vibrance into the relationship when it's like that? And what do right. you and, and do you think that a person is um I don't want to say recoverable when it comes to <laughs> thinking like that, but do you think that someone is teachable or, or coachable or something when they are very tight um, mm. or set in their mindset, when they're set in their, yeah. in their ways with, with this kind of stuff? Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, like, I mean, um, I think that, like, to, to, to me, so it seems like people who Do you think anything is wrong with it? With with the way that he feels about Do you about think that, that anything is, like, if, you're, if your wife posed next to a nude statue and took a selfie or had someone take a picture of her next to a nude statue, or said, "Hey, babe, I'm going to um, I'm going with my sisters or girlfriends or whatever to this um, yeah. adult toy party, this girl's toy party." Yeah. Right. I mean, like, how would you feel about that? Do you think that that, that well, would be disrespectful or wrong? No, no. I mean, my wife's done. I that. knew you did, um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. I think I mean, like, um, so so people who may feel that way. Um, I think you'd have to find. I think. I think personally, I think they are in the minority, and then I would mm. think that they would have to find somebody that that equals their mindset. Because it, to me, it seems like it would be pretty hard for, um, and it could cause lots of arguments. You know, for me to not want you to pose by a statue or. I don't know. Uh, go to a strip club with your girl. Maybe your girlfriend is, is is getting married, and you know you guys want to go to the strip club for the bachelorette party or whatever, or whatever, um, or or go to a a passion party, right? Like, um, I think it's a minority uh, of people who may feel like that's totally disrespectful, and if you feel that way, mm-hmm. then you know I think it, it, you're best served with somebody who probably doesn't want to go or have any kind of desire to go to those kinds of events or functions or, 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 or who may be more in alignment with what you think, because um, I, you know, to me, um, you know, and, and, you know, this is to me, you know, my, 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 my thoughts is, is that, you know, um, there's a little insecurity there. Um, you know, there's mm-hmm. no disrespect to anybody, but I mean, when I think about, when I think about it, I feel like, there's some insecurity there to not even want your spouse to, um, you know, for something like a statue, like to pose next to a nude statue. The statue itself is an inanimate object, you know. Like, it's not going to do anything, and she can't do anything to it. So, like, um, to me, it's there, there's some – that could be some insecurity there. Um, typically, you know, typically women have, you know – passion parties with women, you know, so it's normally all women there and their friends and they know each other possibly and, and it's, you know, just a good time. And tip, and the the good thing about passion parties is, is that, you know, your spouse is at the passion party, maybe there's conversation and, and there's the toys and stuff and, and she might be getting a little aroused and she might buy something and guess what? She's coming home to you, <laughs> which is Right. You, you right? get ready you know, to benefit. benefit. Right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and so, um, to me, it's like, you know, again, you know, to to me to feel that way, I don't know I, I can't put myself in a mindset knowing that my wife is at a passion party with her friends and I'm sitting home upset and wondering, you know, what she's doing at that passion party, knowing that she's with her friends, knowing that She's gonna be home soon, and she's probably gonna buy something, and we can try it out. Like, I, I can't see why I would be mad at that. You know, um, I, I I don't know. I I can't see that. The only thing, again, to me, 
you know, and again, no disrespect to nobody, but I, I just, I just feel insecurity. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that. I, 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 feel, I believe I'm with you on that one. Let because I've always been like me and me and this person has gone back and forth because I'm like so open minded about certain things, and I'm just like I cannot. Please help me understand. Like I really want to go right. in his brain and just understand some of the things that he says. But um, so the insecurities I, I do agree with, and um, they, they are bringing stuff home to you. Now here's the thing. This gentleman is not married, <clears throat> and I, what here's what I want to say for me: if I was the girlfriend, and this is what I was getting all the time, you can't go here, you can't do that. Don't be bringing that shit up in the house. We're not using that, you know. If I was so close, getting closed down, shut down with all of that, especially knowing how I am as a person. You'd be left out there at the door real quick. <laughs> right, right, right. Like this thing is not working. This relationship yeah, yeah, this is not gonna work. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, I, I, I need for people to be a little bit more open-minded with how, um, because there, there are boundaries that you are you set in a relationship for a reason. So. Yeah. I want people to consider that and to look at that and to say, there are certain things that I can deal with, let's see, or let me try this or, or whatever. And if you're a yeah. person that you can never try something, not even once, or consider it, at least consider it and have a conversation to see where on the map you can meet mutually to make it happen or at least something, some things that you can do and say, okay, well, let me, we can try this. Or I'm not going to try that, but I'll consider this. But, hey, you know, like have the dialogue. Um, So you don't want her to have an extra, uh, we can't call it an extramarital affair because y'all not married, but just an an extra fling or whatever. You wouldn't want that. Would you rather her just stand next to a statue? She's having fun. Or And bring in a toy because y'all getting ready to have fun. Enjoy it with her or watch her enjoyment and use something with her. I've always said to people like this, guys who say, you know, I don't want uh, to utilize sex toys because of the fear that you are not going to amount to anything once she uses the dildo or the vibrator or whatever it is. Um, I'm like, okay, that is not, that's far from the truth. It is never nothing like the real thing. The toys is just an enhancement. It's just something you bring right. extra to the background. There's nothing like the real deal. Please remember right. that, fellas, for for those of y'all that think like that. So that is that's my take on it. Um, I just feel like some of you have to have a more open mind, understanding. Go there with her. Go to these places with them. See, you know, sometimes there's there's couples parties. Sometimes it's not. You know, so then you can say, okay, well, where's the couples party going to be? You're not, are you, are there, is there ever going to be a couples party? Then here's an idea yeah. if it's not, and it's just a girl's party. Then book, okay, tell whoever, let's book one for here. And maybe me and you can do something or, you know, whatever. I've had couples who did not want to have uh, an adult toy party. They didn't want to have, like, groups of people coming in. 
And I said, hey, well, why don't I just come in and set up for you two? And they've been great with that. So that is an idea to see if the um, toy party planner would be willing to just deal with you two as a couple so that she can sit mm-hmm. down and educate and explain to you what to do. And she can even share to- share games that you can do together that would be fun for just the two of you. So um, if you are a person that just maybe maybe you feel like you just don't want anyone in your business knowing that you even consider utilizing sex toys in the bedroom and bring it in the bedroom, then be, you can be private about it and just um, shop somewhere that nobody knows you that's far away from home, take that, that hour or so drive and enjoy each other, have a nice, decent conversation, whatever you want to do, have fun with it. And then um, and pick something together, shop yeah. online together things that you can do that, that's going to be private. And, um, and fellas, it doesn't have to be a penis. It doesn't have to be, because I've heard some men like, man, I ain't holding no, no dick in my hand. It, it ain't mine. If it ain't mine, I'm not holding it. And I'm like, it's a toy. It's plastic. Calm down. But there are also toys that are non-salicy. They don't look like a penis. So you can use... Um, a um, cock ring that vibrates. So when you are inside of her, you can get that, the real feel, but also like a vibrating kind of sensation. So it's like you have a human toy just, just right there. You need to worry about the dogs. It's right there because you're having that vibrating feeling. Um, you can allow her to do some of the, the tricks that she is taught in these. These are, these are what's beautiful about these uh, shows. When you have a show, there are things that the woman is being taught about different things like the bullet or how to utilize the bullet orally, like when you're giving oral pleasure to your man or different things like that. Allow her to go so she can expand on what she already knows. She can enhance it. So um, have fun with it. And, again, if you don't want her to go by herself, then go with her. Go to some of these places with her that is for couples. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my take on it, and <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Yes, don't, 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 um, don't steal her joy and and keep her in a little black box as far as what she can do um, to stimulate and enhance your sexual desires with each other. Because here's the thing: we just talked about cheating. Is this enough for a woman to say, "I can't take this because everything"? I say, do, or want to do, he shuts down. And then she mm-hmm. finds that person that says, oh, shit, you want to go to a toy party? All right, now, let, you know, I like them things, right. too. Let, let me go, okay, this man likes this. And then she's giving somebody yep. else attention. So something to consider. Just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen. We are getting ready to wrap it up and get out of here. I just wanted to, we just wanted to enjoy y'all, hang out with y'all for this hour and and just get it in as far as the conversation goes. Next week, we are going to have a guest. And so I would love for you all to join us as we talk about some simulating conversations with Michelle Alva. So join us next week as we talk to her about a lot of stimulating conversations dealing with sex 
erotica, and more. Um, so, yeah, we're getting ready to get out of here. Brother James, tell everybody where they can find you at. Easy enough right here every Thursday night uh, on Erotic Talk Radio. The host is with the Moses, my sister Jay. And, uh, you know, my thing is always that, uh, you know, I'm trying to remind people that everything starts with thought. And as long as you know everything starts with thought, then you can realize that anything is possible. Peace, family. Anything is possible. That's right. That's right. All right, y'all. We're out of here. Remember, you can check us out next uh, Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern for some more erotic talk and entertainment. Um, Visit us at – you can visit me at erotic – I'm going to say erotic talk radio. Um, You can visit me at erotic talk radio or us on Erotic Talk Radio on Twitter, and um, you can go to um, facebook.com, click in Erotic Talk Radio, and request to get into that group so you can stay up on some of our juicy erotic discussions. You can also check me out at sacredwombhealing.com if you want to book an appointment for some of your erotic and sensual needs. And remember, you can, as I always say every Thursday, you can live your life sexy, erotic, and seductive, And even though those words are recognized by many as a sexual form of expression, you don't have to have sex to get your sexy on. But if you are, please just make sure you're being safe, having fun, and exploring your passionate desires. That is it for this evening, everyone. I'm going to put on a little sexual feeling for you. So enjoy. Good night. Peace.